Hello and welcome to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly. Hope you're having a good day there uh, and, and you're keeping safe with all of this, this madness going on around us. And I, I hope you're, you're, all, you're all well. In, in the UK, in case you don't know, we're under a, what's called a tier four lockdown virtually everywhere in, in the country. And that, that is having a, a, obviously a devastating effect on small businesses. So what I'm asking you today is, are, as a small, small business, a self-employed person, uh, have you applied for the Self-Employed Income Support Scheme grants, or sometimes called the SACE, S-E-I-S-S? Uh, this third one now, this is the third scheme uh, from, from going on from last year. This is the third Self-Employed Income Support Scheme, as, as announced by the, the Chancellor, Rishi Sunak, last November. And that's open for applications. And the, this grant will cover up to 80% of lost income between November and January. Uh, and that, that, that's a bit of an ambiguous figure. You have to go onto the, the, the portal and they will assess what is 80% of your income based on your trading profits for the last three years. So you need to go on and, and check that. Uh, and if you meet this eligibility criteria, uh, it will provide a lump sum for you of up to 7,500 maximum and up to 80% of your average trading profits, whichever's the, the higher or lower rather. Um, now, beware of scams and only use the, the official government uh, portal. There are a lot of scams going around uh, claiming they can do this for you and do that for you. Uh, th there was even a scam the other day of somebody who went into a 90 year old woman and charged her for uh, a vaccine and, and even you know, injected something in her arm and I think he charged her 150 pounds for this for this so-called vaccine and and injected into drama. I think the police catch up with him, he, he's going to be in serious trouble of assault as well as fraud. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, scams around. As always, the criminals will be out there trying to jump on the bandwagon or or give you uh, or get in in between you and the portal for a fee. So so just just be careful of that. Um, and so just go onto the official government claims port, port, portal. And I'll, I'll put a link on my Money Tips website. It might not appear on, on the Facebook page, but, but uh, you, you can Google it anyway. But I'll put a link on my moneytipsdaily.com website. And you have until the 29th of January this, this month to, to claim for this. And once you apply and go on the portal, the, the revenue, the HMRC will we'll check your eligibility and, and they'll, they'll pay the grant in within six working days. Now, I know some people have had this grant uh, and, it, and, it, and it is fairly easy to use, as is the bounce back loans as well. And you'll need uh, to get to get this. You'll need a, a, a specific number called a UTR number. It's a un, unique taxpayer reference. And I'll, again, I'll put up a link on my website as how you can get that from from the government. It, it will also appear on your tax return if you've got any tax returns tax assessment forms it's, it's a long number i think about nine or ten figures you can find that number on there uh, if you if you're not registered at all then you probably haven't paid any tax you probably won't get anything and i'll come on to that in a second you'll need your ni national insurance number and then you've got to go through a bit of rigmarole with a government gateway id user and password you'll have to set this up um, it's a bit of a bit of a hassle but you, you've just got to go through these things your bank details and you must make the claim for yourself. Your tax agent or financial advisor uh, must not claim on your behalf as this will trigger a fraud alert if somebody else is 
trying to claim on your behalf. So it must be in your name and your your claim. And there is a, there is a, supposedly a fourth grant coming, uh, covering February to April. But you know, God knows how long this lockdown is going to go on for. It's costing the country, not the government, taxpayers like you and I, billions of pounds a month. The government has already borrowed. Uh, I mean, the cost of this is running into 300 billion just for last year. And the Chancellor and other people are saying the pain is not over. It's just beginning. So I don't know how we're going to come out of this if they keep the country locked down like this and keep businesses from actually trading and, and doing their things. Um, and now employees, of course, are, are, are still able to benefit from the, the furlough scheme, the, the coronavirus job retention scheme that pays 80 percent of furloughed employees salary up to £2,500 per month. And that's been extended until the end of March. Again, um, you know, I think if people were allowed to go back to work, we wouldn't need all these schemes. And, you know, I know there's a virus out there and we've got to be careful. But th this this action uh, appears to be, I, I think, going too far. And, and many commentators in the opposition party are calling for even tougher action. Um, now, many self-employed people are, are also slipping through the net and not getting any support at all. They're not getting any support whatsoever. And small business owners I've spoken to, many of them say that you know they don't qualify for the grants or even bounce back loans uh, because they have either recently set up their business and therefore have no sort of trading profits uh, or their profits are just too low to make it worthwhile claiming. And, and some have, may have claimed a loss at a certain time in a year uh, as, as many small businesses setting up in the first couple of years will we'll go through a loss period. Uh, so, so that that can be an issue and then you won't get the, these grants or, or the bounce back loans. And, you know, there is an option, of course, of claiming income support benefits through universal credit. But many self-employed people are still trying to keep their businesses going. So they're technically working and they're not really unemployed and, and able to claim these benefits because they're still trying to keep going. Maybe their, their, their physical branch is shut down, but they're trying to do business online. Uh, so it's, it's, it's difficult there. They haven't closed up completely and, and shut their businesses down. They're still hopeful of, of, of keeping going. And as the government hints at further tougher lockdown action, the Federation of Small Businesses today said that up to 250,000 small businesses could go under this year or, or are likely to go under this year. That's a quarter of a million small businesses could go under. That means a quarter of a million people will be then unemployed and claiming some benefit. And God knows how many employees will, will go with them because self, small small businesses actually account for 60% of employment in, in this in this country. So, you know, a small business might could be a one-man band, uh, but it course could also be a business employing three, four, five, ten people. And if they go under, then, you know, the country is going to see some serious claims for universal credit and and then they'll be claiming for their rent payments and it just goes on and on it's not just replacing the income and and how we're going to cope with it, i just don't know so the sooner we can get back to some sort of normality with with perhaps restrictions in place maybe at tier three the better it will be for for small businesses and 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 also ultimately for the taxpayers like us who are paying for all of these uh you know these schemes it all sounds very well saying we'll we'll put this scheme in place we'll put that scheme in place but it has to be paid for somewhere down the line and all all the governments here and in other countries seem to be doing is just printing money willy-nilly and 
borrowing more money from from institutions to fund these these extravagant schemes and meanwhile you know the, the country is just going down because because of all these schemes now funny enough as as all these things are happening and as we've got a crisis in the white house uh, with possible impeachment of the of the sitting president who's only got a week or two to go but they want to impeach him um you know you think that the stock markets would be falling but they're not they're still riding high uh, it it just this this current bull run and this this uh, this situation of the stock markets going up for the last year during the worst crisis we've had for 300 years in this country the worst recession we've had for 300 years in this country the stock market seems to be still riding high and property prices still seem to be riding high is that sustainable in my opinion no um so what will happen i don't know but the market is is irrational and this irrationality as, as uh uh, Milton Friedman once said can go on for an indefinite period so we don't know how things are going I think the markets personally are going up because of the amount of money that's been pumped into the, the economy artificially uh, by the government just to prevent a collapse but not just by the UK government by other governments and that that money is finding its way uh, in, into to investors and, and who are buying shares and, it, and it's pushing up the share prices um, the share price of companies like Tesla went up by you know, 1,500% last year. Amazon's gone up by hundreds of percent last year, making Elon Musk and uh, Jeff Bezos the, the richest men in the world, according to the, the figures anyway. There might be wealthy people in living on islands somewhere. I don't know. Maybe they've got more money than, than Elon Musk's $188 billion. But I, I, I doubt if there are too many, maybe outside of Middle East royal families anyway. Uh, but... You know, this this wealth has been pushed up by by the change in this economy, and many businesses are going down that are physical businesses or cannot operate, while these online giants and uh, you know the Silicon Valley giants that their share prices are shooting up through the roof because more people are switching to online trading, and you know it's all right saying to a small shop you can't sell your goods, but then people can go and buy them on Amazon and get them delivered by uh, some van driver who's delivered a hundred things that day and I, I don't know it just seems nonsense I mean someone was uh, telling me that in in one of the London Marks and Spencer stores a food store which is is combined with clothing they were also selling clothes and stuff now good luck to them if they can get away with it but I thought that wasn't allowed I thought that you know clothes shops all over the country are shut down and if you look at Oxford Street one of the busiest shopping streets in in Europe you look at it it's dead and, and these these companies are paying all the cost and and rates and uh, business taxes and, and and all these things that they're, they're and 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 then we're paying for their furloughed staff which is tens of thousands of staff meanwhile they can't open and yet stores that can say well we're selling a bit of food can open and and then people can oh while i'm here buying food maybe i can buy a few non-essential items and then we have the ridiculous situation of over the the weekend of two women getting arrested on uh, a beauty spot in Derby a couple of miles away from their home uh, and they, they were walking along socially distancing the police said you're you're too far away from home you're supposed to be near your home but that's not actually defined in law and because they were carrying coffees they said that constitutes a picnic well guys if you if you want to take your girlfriend on, on a picnic um, then all you need now is a coffee Say I'm taking I'm taking you on a picnic on on Hampstead Heath or some lovely place, 
in, in the summer and then just say, here's the picnic, a coffee, because that's what the police in Derbyshire has defined as, as a picnic. Uh, so, so there you go. It's got ridiculous now. The mayor of London is calling for tougher action, crack down on anybody that's in parks that shouldn't be there. I, to me, it's just got... Uh, it's going it's going too far it's, it's going into to loony territory but there you go i can't see any change in that because everybody's calling for, for tougher action even some of the members of the public say we need tougher action we need to arrest people we need to find them we need to do this we need to do that you know they're walking in the middle of nowhere and and of course last year we had one police force following people with drones in, in derbyshire again uh you know following people walking the dog on on a on a a lonely beauty spot somewhere in Derby. You know, people have to get out. People need exercise. People need fresh air. They can't always do that right near their homes. I mean, if I step out in, into to a place near where I am, there's lots of people walking around. They're on bikes, they're on rollerblades, they're on scooters. So you need to perhaps go somewhere where it's a bit quieter, where you can properly socially distance from people. So there you go. But with, with London apparently having one in 30 people infected, although they don't tell us how many people, have, how many of these people have actually uh, recovered from the disease. They just keeps piling on the figures. And in, in the rest of the country, they're saying one in 50 are infected. I don't see any change. In fact, quick Chris Whitty was on the on one news channel today saying it's going to get tougher and all this sort of stuff. But at what cost? That That is the, the big question. At what cost to the country, to businesses, to people's livelihoods? I just don't know. So thanks for listening. Um, I'm sure it's, it's been a bit of doom and gloom. Uh, but the only thing I can say, if you are an investor, then watch out for opportunities to perhaps pick up cheaper assets this year or next year, as I, I think prices of shares could come down and property could come down as well. So you might see uh, greater opportunities, but obviously it's at someone's cost, because as one person loses something, somebody else will gain. As, as uh, when the stock market goes down, uh, somebody's losing, but then somebody will, will also gain from that uh, by, by selling or shorting or buying the assets at cheaper prices. So I think we're, gonna, we're going to see an interesting time this year. So gear up for that. Try and learn about these things. Don't just jump in and buy the latest fad, whether it's uh, gold or, or property without understanding what it is, or even Bitcoin, which I think went up to, to $40,000 over the weekend per Bitcoin. Um, that That's another... Uh, episode in itself and you, you've really got to be be very careful not to to jump on that bandwagon unless you really know what you're doing and you you fully understand it so there you go thanks for listening this is charles kelly bringing you money tips to help you save earn invest accumulate and enjoy more money this is my book yes money can buy you happiness which you can find on amazon and you don't even need to go into a shop to buy that so thanks for listening and bye for now